Welcome back. Hello once again, my friends. This is another edition of the Baked and Awake podcast, and as always, I'm your host, Steve, coming at you. the time of this recording, it is Monday, March 8th, 2021, and this should be episode 116 of the podcast. Uh, Wanted to briefly let a couple of you know out there today um, that maybe you're newer listeners, maybe you're uh, listening from a new destination in a new market, in a new part of the world. Uh, The podcast recently uh, was offered, you know, through my hosting service, Libsyn, the um, opportunity to add a couple of new destinations to the podcast publishing uh, workflow. Uh, and so we have added the Deezer and Ghana platforms, both of which are uh, foreign market to myself uh, platforms. It would appear that Deezer and Ghana both uh, function heavily in India and in parts of Asia. Really excited to see some new downloads happening in different parts of the world and uh kind of thought I'd just take the briefest of moments to acknowledge that, you know, again, when it sometimes when it feels and I've been talking about this the last couple episodes, sometimes when it feels like you're shouting into the void and you're talking to yourself a lot of the time, I need to remind myself, we all do if you're creating content, creating anything out there that's like this sort of thing, this consumable media as I run my hands through my hair and just sort of cringe at my own words, um, that people are listening. Uh, I've got a download on Vanuatu, okay? Uh, that is a island on the far side of the world from where I'm creating this podcast right now in Seattle uh, to the east of Australia. We've got listeners in places like the Dominican Republic, in Argentina. I've seen these over and over again, and I see you, United Arab Emirates, okay? I Somebody is listening to me there. I've got nine downloads just in the last few weeks over there. That, to me, tells me that's like one or two people who are finding the podcast and going back for more. I love it couple other places that you know amaze me we've got listeners in the philippines we've got listeners indeed in australia and new zealand i mentioned vanuatu off the top there malaysia i mean the podcast is listened to all over europe europe is lit up 
you know, Germany, Poland, Netherlands, Belgium, UK, Spain, Portugal, Italy, you name it. I mean, we're in places like Macedonia, Turkey, Cyprus. I, I love it. I can't believe you guys. I, I just love seeing that sort of thing. Um, and I want you to know I see you out there. I'm looking for you folks. Um, maybe you're reviewing the podcast in your own markets and in your own regions of the world, you know, and here I am sobbing to myself sometimes about not getting new reviews. I don't know. Maybe I've got reviews that I don't even know about in iTunes storefronts that I don't even get to view here in the United States. I hope so. I really do. Um, but thank you to everybody. Thank you to new listeners coming to the podcast. Thank you to those of you who have been emailing me lately and commenting lately. I got a great series of comments from one new, you know, newer person who just found the channel on YouTube was having trouble sharing the content, probably because my YouTube content, the whole channel is age restricted as a means of trying to stay on the right side of the YouTube police, I guess. Um, and this person was like, dude, I totally understand. Uh, I'm going to try to figure out you know, how to share this with my people anyway, because they enjoyed some of the content. Uh, that's the stuff that keeps you going, man, that really, thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you to the amazing new people who have left um, reviews in the Apple iTunes store. Jeff Arg, I'm talking to you. I on the Ball podcast, friends, I'm talking to you. Uh, Rusty Shackleford, I'm talking to you. Thank you guys all for your recent reviews of the podcast. Um, BC Meadows is on that list, as a matter of fact, fellow podcast creator from back east. Yeah, you know, that's that's big for me. I asked you guys for reviews a couple episodes back, and uh, you heard me. People did it. Uh, thank you so much. It's just, it's huge. It um, It means a lot, and I don't know, you know, what it, I, I don't get a letter or anything that from, you know, Apple Podcasts saying, hey, you got new reviews, great work, you're sitting here in the rankings for your type of podcast in the country. They don't give us that level of understanding. You really, you're out here wondering a lot of the time how you're doing. And it's really easy to get down on yourself when you hear other people, other channels, other podcasters you know, talking about milestones that they've hit that are massive in some cases, shocking in some cases, uh, and in less time than, you know, maybe I've been working on things. Uh, I literally caught myself like two-thirds of the way through a 10-minute video that was nothing more than a robo-reader reading Reddit threads and comments on YouTube the other day and you know I was obviously on autopilot doing something else at the time but I, I come to myself suddenly and realize what I'm watching slash listening to and I knew before I even looked I'm like I guarantee these guys I tell you what I'm my boy I what I don't I oughta and I go and I look and what do they have hundreds of thousands of subscribers hundreds of the I don't even know it was over 300k subscribers for for a robo reading channel the whole channel does nothing but read it thread
<laughs> it's on robo read so i don't know man i don't know sometimes oh uh, gosh yep um that's uh that's you know that's life right there's always going to be some channel like that so we're gonna we're gonna try to snap out of that we're gonna try to stop worrying about that we're gonna try to just keep on doing what we've been doing i'm gonna remind myself that i have talented and interesting uh friends and fellow creators researchers who are ready to come on the show who have made themselves available to me um steven Sorensen, i'm i'm talking to you we're going to get back together real soon andreas exertus i'm talking to you we're going to get and sit down again together real soon i'm excited to say that uh, a youtube channel that i'm a huge fan of like actual just straight up fan of um that goes by the name of the, their own name, Greg J. YouTube. Uh, some of you may know Greg J. I uh, may be familiar with him. I've mentioned him on the podcast several times over the couple of years, uh, the past couple of years. Uh, the channel that Greg runs is heavily focused on like cosmic matters, cosmology, cosmogony, the electric universe theory, um, Saturn matrix theory. Uh, really fun really amazing esoteric stuff that i just can't get enough of and greg's delivery is absolutely impeccable it's super great um and just a really fun channel so uh, i'm building them up for you for anybody who hasn't heard of the greg J youtube channel check them out and i'll add them to the show notes of course and uh you know recently was able to get in direct contact with greg after following him for a couple of years easily uh, on YouTube, and uh, I'm pleased to say that he's really responsive and really polite, just as I figured he would be, and uh, he's excited to come on, or at least he expressed interest in coming on at, you know, at my convenience. Uh, so we're going to have Greg on soon, and we're going to talk about whatever he wants to talk about when he gets here. So, you know, we have things to look forward to. I have things to look forward to. We are forging connections out there in the real world with one another, you guys are coming to me via email. You guys are coming to me via comments with great suggestions for things to look into. Um, please always keep them coming. Talk to us at bakedandawake.com is the email address. Bakedandawake.com is the domain. You can always find me there at both of those places, and uh, that's the direct line. Um, yeah, so that's the intro, you know, just kind of saying hi, saying thanks a lot to everybody for all your help. Um, as I said, this is the year, 2021. I'm kind of re-approaching, resetting, let's say, uh, my own relationship with social media. All right, my digital world is getting sort of reset. I'm trying to re-approach how I use all the technology that I use in my life. Um, I've always been that guy who's been kind of trying to lock down the location services on my iPhone and trying to, you know, curtail the use of this app or that app when I hear they're not that forthright, not that, uh, you know, good for us. Uh, that may have been a, you know, might have been a WhatsApp more most recently, right, um, or something else before that, but... The same matters that we always talk about, the same concerns that we always have, those being the terms of service that we agree to that go along with these technologies of convenience that we rely so much upon. 
these are things that I'm trying to figure out a way to get a hold of myself one last time before I slide off the cliff, you know, forever and never worry about it again and just do whatever they put in front of me from now until my time is up. Um, you guys know I left Instagram nine or ten weeks back now. Okay, so over two months ago now. Uh, I got to say, I, at this point, I, I really, I mean this now, I don't even miss it. I already don't even miss it. And a couple of weeks ago or, you know, a month or so back when I did the most recent episode of the podcast, I think I was talking then about how hard it still was, how much I still missed it at that time. Well, the cigarettes analogy that I made at that time holds strong and is only more true than ever now, uh, especially in the same way that it was with cigarettes. At a certain point, once you first quit, at first it's really hard. It's They're banging on you. They're banging on your, um, you know, bloodstream system, your, your um, you know, dopamine system or what have you is tripping out and saying, oh, man, we need that smoke. We need, we need that nicotine. Um, and it's rough those first few weeks. But at a certain point, you wake up and you realize you didn't even notice that for the last couple days, you hadn't even had a craving or an urge. In fact, maybe you even got offered a stogie or two. And you're like, yeah, no, I'm all right. So, yeah, we're getting there with that. Um, I used Twitter a little bit to help me come down off of Instagram, you know, and Twitter remains my last, like, toehold on social. Uh, I don't really count YouTube as social the same way as the others, especially because they make YouTube such a one-way channel. It's like I can post stuff on my community page, and sure, you can respond to it there or comment there, but you can't DM me on YouTube. We can't DM each other on YouTube as YouTube channel owners, etc. You used to be able to. They stopped that. They decided that wasn't necessary. They didn't, you know, we didn't need to actually be able to contact one another and, you know, communicate with one another, resolve issues with one another, ask for permission from one another to reuse content or anything like that. Not yet. No need for that. They'll take care of that for us, right? <laughs> hey, you guys smoke weed? I smoke weed. Let's smoke some weed. Uh, this is a little bit of a loose one today, you guys. I'm just giving it to you. I, I do have notes. I'm looking at my notes right here. Basically, the the premise of today's podcast is catching you guys up, saying saying hello and saying thanks for the support and the love, which has been crucial. Kind of letting you guys know, uh, you know, I, I'm still watching the Wall Street Bets um, story uh, continue to develop, and I consider that story to be a uh, you know a social commentary on the world right now. It's it's a story that matters to to all of us. I think um, I've I continue to consume a lot of content in the form of like YouTube videos on the cryptocurrency subject. Period. Um, right along with that kind of at the exact same time that I got fired up about Wall Street bets about cryptocurrency in general about actually like doing more active investing ourselves as a family my wife and I um, I've also been 
you know, it, it all combined together. You know, you, you quit social media. You ask yourself what's going on with what's left of the Internet when you want to get off social. Um, and, uh, you know, what are you doing with your tech and what are you doing with your digital world? And very suddenly you start, like, revisiting all sorts of technology. Like, you know, my actual platforms that I use to do my editing workflow of the podcast you know i work on a mac i live in the mac you know ecosystem to a large extent between my phones and our computers however uh, i've taken an interest in linux once again you know i always flirt with it over the years i've installed you know distributions here and there a couple different times over the years uh never never really stuck uh until uh more recently um what I've got now is I've got like a Linux laptop set up with, uh, well, I've, I've put two or three different versions of Linux on it since I've been playing with it. Um, Linux Mint, of course, Ubuntu. Um, I tried out a couple really cool like nitty gritty uh, distributions, one called System Rescue CD, which I used initially to like bring a laptop up off a flat line and up off of the dead to like see if it was even a thing anymore. Like, do I have a, a computer here still? Um, and you know, side-loading the operating system on a USB stick and turning on this old dead Mac that was uh, unable to boot into the Mac OS. It was able to boot Linux readily. Um, kind of fun, kind of neat, uh, just exploring all of that. Um, the, with the Linux came along a natural interest in, like, network security, okay? And uh, interestingly, our household router that was provided by the cable company kind of took a dive right around the same time I was really looking into network security and what goes on with our routers and what our home network looks like, what our firewall, you know, settings were really at, etc. So I've been just going nuts with that stuff. I've been playing with the computers like in ways that I haven't since I was like in elementary and middle school you know when computers were really exciting to me you know when we all felt like they were you know they were all of our futures which they have become but when you're young and you're you know uh pirating commodore 64 software with your fifth grade math teacher um you you know in that era it was uh it was wide open. It was the Wild West. It was, you know, limitless possibilities were unfolding before us. And, uh, you know, back in those days, I played a lot more at, you know, attempting to teach myself to become, you know, some sort of computer scientist, right? Um, didn't really pan out as I got further along into high school and got interested in, what, I don't know, girls and goofing off with my friends and stuff like that and didn't. You know, I didn't follow that path, but um, I'm excited to revisit these topics now to uh, look at them as an adult and look into them as an adult and begin to research them. And it's encouraging to see that there does appear to be a strong culture to this day um, that has always sort of been there in computers, which is still like, hey, you can learn this and what's more, you can sort of teach yourself as you go and that there's a lot of different ways to skin this cat and that you know there's a lot of different types of skilled computer users out there so um 
I'm not sure where this will all lead for me other than to say that we have made some changes to our personal household network. Um, we've, you know, increased the firewall uh, robustness a little bit in certain aspects, small tweaks. Um, you know, we're doing things like becoming aware of and closing down certain open ports, as they say. I say that with like the air quotes up in, in the air. You know, we've all heard of, um, you know, some hacker in some movie somewhere saying, oh, yeah, they left their, you know, TCP port number 80 open. And that's, you know, that's like my back door to Candyland, you know, or whatever. And um, apparently port 80 is a thing and it shouldn't be left open and in fact it's frequently still left open on most people's default routers uh router settings so um you know that it's fun stuff to look into it's stuff that any of us can look into if we want to take the time to do so um you know i figured out that we had over 20 devices on our home network uh so that was you know sobering uh in and of itself um, because that's 20 different opportunities for somebody who is a bad actor of some kind to pick up on, you know, maybe some unencrypted traffic moving around on our network. Or, you know, they, they can, well, they could do a lot. We, we don't need to get into what, what a hacker can or can't do and whether or not we're targets for hacking or not. Um, this is simple best practices, right? So, uh, I've been improving our personal best practices around here. We have a lot of room to improve still. And a lot to learn still about that. But goals that I have for this year are to do things like get the security cameras that we currently have more closely tied into my home network. And by that, I mean I want to store my own footage of the security camera footage as opposed to utilizing any cloud storage solution, which we don't pay for right now. We simply, uh, I believe the way it works is like the cameras automatically record every time they see some activity. And unless we're paying for the hosted service, then I need to look like within the last 24 hours I can see the events that have been going on on my cameras. But if I come to find out that, you know, I was gone for a week on a trip and something happened while we were gone and maybe it happened the first day we were gone, if I don't have the cloud storage thing going on the cameras, I don't have, you know, if I don't pay that prescription subscription, I won't have that footage when I want to go look at it a few days later to see who climbed over my fence into the backyard, you know, something like that. So um, I would like very much to have control over our own footage. And even if it means that we have to get to a point where our camera system gets changed out for something that I have more direct control over, then so be it. Although it would be nice to be able to use the system we've already got. We all know how that goes sometimes, though, don't we? So... Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I want to uh, invite any of you who are fellow, oh, I don't know, like burgeoning wannabe adult computer learners like myself who just want to get, you know, get like roll your sleeves up and get back after it a little bit and like recheck in with computers seriously. 
Like literally, like what's going on with the computers these days? We just we just use them to surf the web, you know, uh, post funny memes to each other now and then on the platform, our favorite platforms of our choice. And and what else do we do with the web? We suck down millions of gigabytes of uh, video, you know, on on all our streaming services. But everybody who's not a digital designer or a web developer or a uh, software tester or a uh, project manager or etc etc somebody who works directly with tech every day as part of their job at this point in time it's probably pretty fair to say that for most of us our computers and our phones are almost indistinguishable from one another insofar as all of them simply serve as glossy, high-speed, polished delivery platforms for the internet in whatever form we want to get it, right? I feel like we can get away with not learning that much about these systems uh, and still enjoy and use them a great deal. But when we do so with minimal or entirely lacking understanding about like the underpinnings of what's at work here. I think we, you know, clearly sort of leave ourselves a lot more open to exploitation, abuse, influence, undue influence, all of these, right? So these are things that I feel like we can to an extent, mitigate by being more tenacious, being more willing to continue to learn, continue to train ourselves, and to continue to stay in the space. When I was a kid growing up in the in the 80s, I read like every computing magazine that I could get my hands on. Whatever happened to those days? Whatever happened to, you know... Wired Magazine and PC Magazine, Personal Computing, and all these mags that would come out all the time. It's an industry that's gone by the wayside, hasn't it, you guys? It's it's TechCrunch now, and uh, my friends over at Slashdot and the Hacker News and stuff like that. It's just, uh, it's all digital now. It's all digital. Yeah. Anyway. So, that's... Um, that's what I've been spending my time on lately. Uh, we definitely have started the garden. We've we're, I've been prepping beds out at the house uh, to, to switch gears just a little bit here for you. Uh, with the greenhouse uh, is going again. Uh, sort of had it in winter mode, overwintering a bunch of like indoor house plants and stuff like that, and barely had any heat on in there. Uh, but we got several trays going of all the usual suspects. My wife. Uh, Nicole took charge of sort of planning out our first wave of seeds in the trays. Uh, so we've got seeds in trays in the dome. Um, we've got everything from certain types of tomatoes to certain types of onions to our kales and cabbages to, I believe she's got some nasturtiums already going those are our delicious spicy flowers if you guys don't know about nasturtiums it's a fantastic plant you gotta have them in your garden they they look like an ornamental uh and they're a spectacularly delicious edible 
uh, and they're very hardy and just bloom like all season long. So uh, they're a great time nasturtiums. Uh, so we'll have a more detailed gardening update coming soon on, on that front. Uh, but you know, you guys, if you're in North America and if you're in the Pacific Northwest in particular, if you're like north of you know, the Mason-Dixon line, you know, the, I think a lot of people down south have already started to get out there, but, you know, it's almost time for us to get out there as well. Um, there's probably some gardeners who will tell you they've got some stuff going straight into the ground right now, but we had frost outside this morning, so I'm not ready to put stuff in the ground in the yard just yet. You know, I think we wait until the beginning of April for that, uh, but that should give everybody who's in the greenhouse right now a good opportunity to get themselves going get themselves started so you guys should definitely be getting after it if you're gardening this season and uh, as you know I always always recommend gardening as one of the best not only uh, activities for your family and for yourselves to do in, in life period but also it's a it's a prep right your garden is a prep so um, in keeping with my personal philosophy of you know prepping without prepping as, as I like to say to myself, um, you just you just do a garden. You always do a garden. You always buy seeds. You always stack seeds. You always save seeds at the end of the season from your own successful plants, however much you can. And I never used to save seeds. We never used to save seeds the first few years that we gardened. Just started fresh every year. Um, the last several years, last five or six years now there hasn't been a single year that we haven't started our season out with several varieties of seeds that came from plants that had great seasons in the garden the year prior so um, that's a great and amazing feeling and we bought very few seeds this season uh, to get started because we have been buying seeds for years and that's really gotten us to a place where we're kind of seed rich right now right we've got what we need we can we can garden maybe you know for the next decade without ever buying a seed if we didn't want to and we'd probably still be trying new stuff for most of that time because obviously we have, <laughs> there's no way in the world we've gone through and tried everything we've got absolutely not you know, that's always fun is looking at, oh, we still haven't tried that? Well, let's plant that this year. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. So start saving seeds. Start buying seeds. Start stockpiling your seeds. The more seed-rich you become, you start looking at it. You look at that little tote full of seeds, and you just think all the millions of plants that are just waiting inside there to grow. Like... How you could go off into the hills and start your own community <laughs> with your seed bank and a shovel at a certain point. That's how, that's how powerful that tote starts to feel after a while. You know what I mean? It really does. Yeah, so I'm really going to come and go on you quick today. Uh, we're... I'm heading back down to the greenhouse. I'm heading back down to the garden. I've got stuff to do out there. You guys have got stuff to do. 
I've got stories for you. I've got topics for you. But uh, we're going to, you know, come back around with a fucked up conspiracy of some kind next episode for you. And then I think we'll be bringing in one of those guests I mentioned pretty soon after that for our next episode after that. But uh, really, this was a opportunity to say hello, say thank you, like I said, for all the support that you guys have given me lately. Um, the new reviews in the iTunes store were really great to see. Um, please let me know if you're, again, listening to this podcast in especially in a foreign country from the United States, and you've got a different, like, iTunes storefront or anything like that than I do. Um, Like, I I believe Canada has their own, right? So I might have reviews in Canada right now. My second biggest country, thank you, Canada. I love you guys. Uh, My second biggest country after the United States in terms of downloads and consistent listeners. I believe Canada has their own iTunes store. So... I would love to know from anybody if you've ever left a review in an iTunes store that's like, you know, going to Denmark or wherever. That would be cool to know Um, because I know in the past I've looked up sort of how to try to access those different stores. It involves like VPNing in from different places and stuff like it's goofy. It's goofy. They don't make it that easy for us. I don't know why. But please get in touch. Talk to us at bakedandawake.com. It would mean a lot for me to understand uh, from you guys, you know, if you're in a certain part of the world and you see, oh, yeah, dude, you have 10 reviews over here in Portugal. They all look horrible. They hate you here. (laughs) You know, I'd like to know. Uh, So um, I know you guys can do that for me. So check it out and get at me. Let me know about that. Get at me with topics for the show. I told you Greg Jay is coming on. I'm going to take my time bringing him on because I want to come up with some great questions for him as a guest. Um, but I am going to leave, you know, leave, give him the floor as well. So I'm not going to, you know, hit him with 20 questions or anything. But if you have anything that you would love to make sure that I go over with or bring up with Greg uh, after checking out his channel, or maybe you're already familiar with his channel and Electric Universe and Ganymede Hypothesis and all this fun stuff, then by all means, you know how to get at me and hit me up with that question uh, or that uh, comment of what you'd like to hear about, and I will definitely do my best to incorporate that into our time with Greg when we have him on. So, yeah. I think that's going to do it for today, you guys. I I, I yacked and yacked and yacked and barely even puffed. I'm going to smoke right now with you here on my way out the door. If you're hearing music right now or about to be in another second or two, it probably came from my boy DJ Quad, who created our Baked and Awake theme song very recently and out of the kindness of his heart. And a lot of other times you'll hear background music from my longtime contributor, Auntie Luode, from Finland, amazing artist as well. I always am grateful to and owe a huge debt of gratitude to the music artists who have added so much to the atmosphere for the podcast this entire time. All right, everybody. I said it was quick and done, and now I'm yakking and yakking anyway, so we're going to call it quick and done. All right. 
I'm going to get this out to you, throw some music in the intro and the outro for you, and we'll get it in your inboxes. Uh, I love you. You guys take care. Spring is coming. I don't know what's up with this COVID. I don't know what's going to happen the rest of this year. We're already in March, however, somehow. So time keeps on ticking. We keep on going. And we keep on going. All right. You keep on going. Go smoke some indica and do shit anyway. We'll talk again soon. Rebooting in three, two, one.